Hi, this is Heather Bonham, and you're listening to the Midlife Best Podcast, and this is episode 060. Today on episode 60, we're going to talk about how to get unstuck. But before we do, I want to remind you that you can always email me. It's heather at midlifebest.com, and I'd love to hear from you. So, episode 60. That seems like a lot. I'm kind of impressed that we're at episode 60. I'm excited about that because... It's a journey that I started more than a year ago, and it's really come into something that's been an important part of my week. And I I just love publishing these episodes and making my notes and thinking ahead to my next episode. And so I hope you're enjoying the journey also. So last week, I talked a little bit about cheap therapy and kind of how to relieve stress and take good care of yourself in ways that are not expensive and not even that time consuming. But I just see a lot of people right now who are tired, worn out, burned out. And some of those people are probably questioning career choices and whether they're doing the right thing um, and whether they're where they really want to be or, or think they belong. And so again, because I'm a teacher and I'm running on that school schedule, I know that It's the time of year that teachers, especially, if they are looking for new jobs, this is when they're doing it. So I was reflecting back on my change into teaching and times in life when I just felt a little bit stuck and how I got over that and how I pushed past that. So I am looking back in the last 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, you know, when we get to midlife, we have years that we can look back on. And I am someone who's had a lot of different jobs. I've always worked with people. I've always worked with kids and sometimes adults who had disabilities, who had challenges and special needs. But I've done that in different ways, in different formats, different places. I've worked not only in schools, but for nonprofit agencies, county agency, Uh, some different things. And so I've gone through a lot of change. And every single time, I, I will say that it was hard in some way to leave a job, get a new job, move. I've lived in five states as an adult, five different states. So I've lived in New York a lot of my adult life. But there have been some big moves in there. We actually were in New York for a time, left New York and came back to New York. So I have gone through transitions and it's not that I love major transitions. It's just that they're a part of life and I've had to learn that when I feel stuck, I can't live that way. I am not happy when I feel very stuck, whether it's job or finances or creatively, um, or health physical wise, whatever that is, it just is unpleasant for me. And I find it so unpleasant that I'm willing to push and push and chip away at whatever the situation is until I can get some change and some traction to move forward. But sometimes when I'm in the middle of a stuck situation, it seems very frustrating and I'll pray about it and I'll talk to my husband about it and I'll I'll say, you know, I'm stuck with whatever. And it seems like nothing's changing, but then it does. And something gives way and something begins to show that I'm moving in a different direction. So how does that happen? 
how do I get to that point um, that that change becomes visible? And I think that the first part of that is recognizing what's going on. So like I said, I find it very uncomfortable. I heard it described once as having one foot on the gas pedal and one foot on the brakes at the same time. And that's a stress. It's something that whether it's again, career or financial or whatever that is, it's something in life that you feel stuck because you aren't able to completely stop, but you're not able to actually go anywhere either. And sometimes it's for reasons that are really out of your hands. So I'm not blaming anybody because there have been situations in my own life that I had to deal with that weren't my choosing, that weren't what I thought was going to happen or wanted to happen. And so when that, that situation gets tough and I feel stuck, I have about three things that I'm going to suggest to you that for me are helpful. So the first thing is do something small. And there are so many ways that you can approach this, but uh, the Bible teacher Joyce Meyer has something that she has said. I've heard on different teachings of hers, but she says, step out and find out. So you have to take some kind of a step when you feel stuck. Um, Jeff Goins, who encourages and, and teaches writers to write, says that if you're a writer, it's, it's really when you decide you are one. And then you write and you write every day. And that's how you get good. I was talking to a student today and we were talking about getting ready for final exams. And he said, oh, I already know this. I don't, I don't need to practice. And I said, okay, why do you think that professional athletes keep practicing? Why do they have to show up for workouts and practice? And he's like, well, obviously to get better. And I said, yeah. And so you might know this stuff, but I want you to practice this and I want you to, to get better. If you, as a person, not as a student, and and that was the end of that conversation, but now back to our conversation here. If you as a person feel stuck and you're not practicing or you're not honing your skills, you've got to do something. So whether that's writing every day, whether that's practicing your art, whether that's getting in in, um, a different kind of physical condition and shape, if you need to go buy a bottle of vitamins, Go do that. That's one small step. Something that you can do within the next day or two. So if you want to get up tomorrow morning and start writing a gratitude journal or do that tonight, do that. I personally, when I knew that I might go back to school to become a teacher, I personally went and got a teaching assistant job. Now that worked out because we had moved, not that not it would maybe like three months before school was going to start again. We we moved. It was the very end of one school year, and actually it was May. And so, what happened then was we bought a business, moved out of state. We it was it was May, and then school would start again in August. And so, in that short amount of time. I knew that I was going to need to get a job in addition to this business that we owned, but because I was thinking about going back to school, instead of going and working in 
my usual field of disability services, I went and worked in a school. And I did that for one semester. And I was a teaching assistant in a classroom, a couple of classrooms actually. And then I also served lunch. So I was interacting with all of the teachers, all of the students, administrators, and it was really helpful. And very quickly, I think within a month or or so, um, I had started my teaching program. I think I, I think we started school in August and I started my program in October, I believe. So it was really helpful. And that was a small step that I could take to really figure out if I wanted to go back to school and if teaching was really for me. You could interview someone who is doing something that you want. If you want to change jobs, certainly sit down and interview someone who is in that job already and talk to them and ask the questions that you have. That's a step out that you can do, something small that you could you could do just to figure out if you want to move into a new career. I would say you could take a class at a community college. You could take a class on Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y, U-D-E-M-Y dot com. That has all kinds of classes you can take for 10 or $20, but do something small because if you're feeling stuck in whatever area, say you're feeling really stuck with weight and I was in a situation, a position that I've never really had a weight problem, but weight crept up a little bit the past year. And lo and behold, I realized that two people I knew who looked great and I thought never had to worry about their weight, they were using the Weight Watchers app on their phones. And I thought, oh, I can do that. That's a small step. And although it is a little bit time consuming, I've really liked it and it has worked for me. So maybe I'll talk about that more on a future episode. But anything that you can do is better than sitting with one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas and just burning and burning and being stressed out. So one thing I want to say is that I've heard Dan Miller talk about this and and it's really true. I know in the Christian community and I'm sure in other faith backgrounds as well. And that is people are waiting to figure out God's will before they do anything. Now, I am absolutely a person of faith. I will say this. Here's my take on it. You can listen to me. You can ignore me. My take on it is God's going to show you if you're going in the right direction. You have to take a step. If you're just standing there and you're frustrated and you know that you're not in the right situation somehow in life, do something. And if it's wrong, I think God's perfectly capable of saying, no, you've gone in the wrong direction. I'm going to shut that door. I'm not going to let you get that job. Or I'm not going to let you get into that graduate program or um, whatever it is. So go ahead and do something small. And as long as you're listening and as long as you're really trying to do the right thing and pay attention to what God wants, I don't think it's a problem. But I don't think for most of us that we're going to sit around and there will be a lightning bolt and a neon sign and the clouds will part and God will say, yes, this is exactly what I want you to do before you do anything. I just, for me, it doesn't really work that way. So what has happened is that I've, for example, when I was trying to get into teaching, I would interview for jobs and just not get those jobs and I would be frustrated. And then when I would get a job, I'd think, oh, okay, 
Now I understand why I didn't get those other ones. And I think that's just so true in many things in life that God's perfectly able to say no. And sometimes you don't want to hear that no, but a lot of times it's the no that you needed. So I put myself out there. I take a lot of steps when I, when we've moved, I certainly had to go out and put myself out there to find jobs. I've had to go out and meet people. When we were looking for houses, there were a lot of reasons that it was hard for us to get a house after we lost a business. And yet things did fall into place. So there were no's and there were things that didn't work out. And then, then things did work out, but it all took all these different baby steps to get there. So speaking of moving, the second thing that I have done when I've been stuck is moving. And that could be physically or actually moving, like moving to a different state. And it's not to run away, but I I have to get out there and walk. I have to get out there and clear my head sometimes. And so physically moving helps with that. It does that for me. But actually moving to a different state, a different location can also be huge. Now that's way bigger than these baby steps that I was talking about before. But I've known a couple of people who have either made or are making a major move this so far this year. One friend moved out of state to completely just rejuvenate life, get a new job, new place to live. I know someone else who I was talking to a couple days ago, and she was telling me she's moving way far west, a state where she has not lived, doesn't have family. She's lived in New York her whole life. And at the end of the school year, immediately she's moving. She has all these plans in place. Everything is packed, has a new job lined up, and these are people who, I, I know both of these women who needed a change of pace and needed something invigorating and something different. And it's not, like I said, it's not about running away from problems because you're going to take yourself with you wherever you go. So you've got to deal with whatever you have to deal with and running isn't the answer. But sometimes moving is so refreshing. It can give you new perspective. You meet new people. You have a new job. You have new experiences. And there's so much growth that comes from that, that sometimes I think if you're truly stuck, maybe even temporarily, that could get you the new perspective that you need. If you aren't about to move, and a lot of us are not. We have family obligations. We have roots. There's a reason we are where we are. Take a trip. Do some traveling. Get away so that you can get perspective. And then when you're stuck, you're able to be away from it a little bit. And sometimes you'll get a fresh idea. So we have not moved. We've been in this house about 10 years. Is it nine or is it 10? I think it's nine, actually. I think we're here, we've been here nine. And that is because the kids were settled. And so once we got the kids settled in schools and they were doing well, we made that decision. And we've had some opportunities 
or potential opportunities to move that we just decided weren't right at that time. But certainly getting away and traveling, it it can help. It can really help get you unstuck. The third and final suggestion that I have, if you're still with me, I know we're going a little bit long this week, but it's to watch your thoughts and what you say. And when I am stuck, I used to be very guilty of kind of getting in these stuck thinking patterns. And so when you feel stuck in a job or you feel stuck in a circumstance or situation, having stuck thinking and things that you say that are negative, that is not going to help. It's going to make things worse. So if you're thinking things like, this situation is never going to change. I'm never going to get a better job. I'm never going to finish school. I'm never going to make more money. If you get stuck thinking like that, it's not going to improve your situation. It, it won't. And what helps me is to remember that, first of all, I, I saw this great illustration and I wish I could show it to you. Um, it was a giant yellow circle. And it said on the top, this is your life. And then there was a little dot. So imagine like a globe and it's a little dot that's like one tiny little town on the whole globe. Okay, so this little dot says, this is right now. So the whole thing, this is your life. And the little dot, this is right now. That thinking is what is going to help you change things. Realizing this is right now. Everyone has gone through things. Everyone is unsure at times. I had dinner with a bunch of friends a week or two ago, and these are all women between 45 and and early 50s, raising great kids, doing wonderful things, doing various things career-wise and family-wise. And it was really interesting because a lot of us said, Either we weren't doing what we thought we would do, or in some ways, for a lot of us, just things had not turned out in the way that we would have predicted. And that's not bad. But everyone is unsure at times. Everyone goes through changes in life. So all of us who had gotten together, we knew each other originally through our kids who played sports together. And so all of us have one child graduating next month. And so we're all going through, there were five of us, we're all going through some type of transition. Now, for some of us, it's the oldest child. For some of us, it's our middle. For some of us, it's our youngest. And so that was interesting um, because, yeah, we're all in a different place, but we all go through stuff and we all go through transitions. So you can't get stuck in thinking that, oh, you know, life's never going to change because it will. And you have to make it change for the better. But I just made some notes that I wanted to remind you of. Every boss had a first day on the job at some point. And that's true, right? Every married couple had a first date. Every actor had their first audition or the audition that landed the role that made them famous. Every great chef had their first meal their first meal working at a restaurant, their first night. And you have to just take a step because all of us get stuck sometimes. 
and all of us have to get ourselves unstuck. So we hope those three suggestions, taking a baby step and then moving, whether that means moving your body or actually picking up and moving or just going on a trip, and then watching your thinking. Those three things will help you get unstuck. At least that's what helps me. I can't say for sure what will help you, but I think it will because that's what helps me. And through all the transitions and moving and different jobs and changing careers and going back to school and raising the kids on and on and on. And a lot of you have been through very similar things, I'm sure. Through all of that, I have developed the perspective of knowing that when I get stuck, it is just temporary. And I'll get myself unstuck and things will move forward. It just sometimes feels like they're not moving. But if you're doing things behind the scenes to make an improvement and to make a change, it will show up. It's that seed that you plant and you just can't see it right away. It just, it's underground. It has to sprout. It has to grow and it will. Just keep doing what you have to do. Know that you're making progress, even if it's behind the scenes and no one else can see it. That's okay. Because mentally, if you know that you're doing something, it will help you to feel better while you're waiting and you're in that in-between stage. So with that, I hope it's been helpful. I hope it gives you a little insight into what I do anyway and what helps me. And I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you again soon.